There is one thing stronger than all the armies in the world, and that is an idea whose time has come. Victor Hugo. Um, I have an idea, Zach. What's that, Steve? I should probably go home early. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Inside Scooper number 30. You know who I am if you're here. What are you people doing? Well, I hope you're here at Scatcast Network to have fun. Maybe be entertained. Maybe learn some shit. Maybe think we're dumb. You are dumb. Agreed. Well, Tuesday we have, of course, the Scatcast show. Gross. It's where you can get your skitscats here. And this week I've got four, maybe five skitscats planned. Ugh. Including, of course, new Gunner Halifax. Liam the Monster Hunter continues. And this week we're doing Caveman Jesus. You filthy, stinking. Yeah, yeah, I know it. We're also doing Nurse Fairy Rhymes. So lots of stories on this Tuesday's Scatcast podcast. Blah. Then we have Wednesday's Dipshit Files. Mrs. Scriptkeeper's pretty badass. She is very badass, and she's got a nice fun one this week. Ted Bundy was dark. Two episodes in a row of Ted Bundicles was hardcore, I know. True crime makes me sad. Well, fair enough. This week on the Dipshit Files, it's oddities. So it's not people having their heads chopped off. No, I, I'm pretty sure no. You promise? I make no promises. Ugh. But Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I will talk more about the Dipshit Files in this week's show and last week's show on the Inside Shit coming up in a bit. Ted Bundy sucked. Bundicles was the worst. Now, continuing on the Scatcast Network Thursday. Zombie dumb. The Dave and Angus show has been transformed to post-apocalyptic starring Dave and Angus. Fuck this company. And this is the third episode and they are doing more zombie shit. Oh. Then, of course, there's our Friday show. Too much of you. That has to be true. Yep. But it's called Just a Ride. At least there's other real humans on it. What are you saying? Mrs. Scriptkeeper isn't a real human? Wait, no, that's not what I meant. No, yeah? You know what I mean. Well, Jeff Getchell and Shaden Hutchman and myself, we hang out. Oh. We put our dumb ideas and opinions into the world. And I will say this week we get some closure on Mr. Eyeball Guy. This world is so very strange. Yeah, it really is. Alright, here's what we have for you today. Oh, fuck, that's right, there's today's show. I've got three mini skitscats. I've got an Adventures of Gunner Halifax short. Gross. I've got a Liam the Monster Hunter short. Fuck. And to lead it off, I have a behind-the-scenes Dave and Angus extra. Dumb! Coming to you from the set of Post-Apocalyptica. Expensive dumb. Yeah, it is. And then to close out the show, Mrs. Gripkeeper and I are gonna talk the inside shit, including a sweet fucking update on the Spade spaceship toy. But first, it's Dave and Angus time. It's Dave! Hey, it's Dave and Angus here. I'm Angus. He's Dave. Yeah, I'm Dave. He's Angus. And this is the Dave and Angus Extra. And we're on the set of our brand new show, Post-Apocalyptica. We practiced that real hard. Yeah, we did. And you can hear the rain in the background. Now, I think it rains for the rest of the script. Yeah, and Angus doesn't like to be wet, but he will do certain things for entertainment. Right, and there's like 300 extras on the set today. But yeah, the craft service table looks like a bar fight happened, but, you know, instead of bar fight stuff, it was cheese and, you know, meats and stuff. What the fuck are you talking about? There was mustard all strewn throughout the craft service table. I was just there. No, it's not. Well, there was a guy with mustard all over his shirt. Right. So you guys can all hear how crazy this is here on set. Yeah, we've had about 13 script changes, but as long as we follow the current script, you guys should be in for some sort of ride. I don't know. This is episode three, and it takes us even further out of our comfort zone. Yeah, and spoiler alert, there probably will be zombies. Yeah, probably. And probably a lot of the plot line will be driven by Dave's lust for chips. Well, they made this show pretty close to life. When Dave dies, he wants to be buried in chips. No, I'm not against that. And probably also stuffed with chips. No, I'm still probably on board. Whatever. Enough about Dave. Let's talk about how awesome I am in this show. Well, just like real life, Angus is drunk most of the time. I definitely have not been phoning that part in. Well, it is weird having a show based on our lives and having our names, but then, you know, being fictional. This is like a meta show of a meta show. Well, I'm not sure if you know what meta means. Is that the Facebook thing? Right, well, I'm going to move on. So most of this show takes place in Spokane, Washington. Which is a lovely place, but also kind of has a zombie apocalypse vibe to it. Well, it does a little bit. But Spokane's been really nice to us this week. It let us blow up a couple buildings. Right, well, we're blowing shit up here. Well, Spokane's 
had a lot of programs recorded here. Yeah, I think Z Nation has been recorded in Spokane. Yeah, that's a zombie TV show for Netflix. Right, I think we're even using one of their sets. Yeah, and their helicopter. We are totally reinventing the wheel here at Scatcast. Yeah, I will say this is the most lived-in set that I've been on so far. Yeah, it does feel like the zombies are just ready to jump out at you. Right, well, I did want to read a couple letters that we've gotten from you guys uh, while we're sitting here. Yeah, we got a couple minutes before we have to go be the stars of the show. Right, well, let's see what they give us here. Uh, this one says, uh, Dear David Angus, uh, what happened to the ice walls? Uh, that, that is a good question, listener. No, no, it's not. Don't be distracted by post-apocalyptic. No, please do. A week from this Thursday, the ice walls begin. Are we seriously doing that telethon? You know that we are, Dave. Yeah, but we're right in the middle of doing this show. We must seek the ice walls, Dave. There are no fucking ice walls. Right, well, don't think for a second we're not going to seek them ice walls. We're going to get there. Yikes. But Thursday, September 8th, we're going to raise some money for them ice walls. I guess nobody's going to donate shit for that. Well, we're also going to make the boarding passes available, Dave. Wait, well, you're going to charge people? Well, how else are we going to raise money for the ice walls, Dave? Well, I hope it's not very expensive. We know the economy is stupid, but we're going to seek the ice walls so we can fix the economy. I was buying a boat that's likely going to sink in the ocean and kill mm. all of you, like, good for the economy. Well, I'm glad you asked that, Dave. It's kind of about supply and demand. Like, scratch that last thing. I forget I asked that. Right, I will not. Please don't just blow hard a bunch of conspiracy crap at well, me. I will tell the listener all the information, all the official information for the Seek the Ice Walls telethon will be coming out this Thursday on the Dave and Angus well, Show. I don't know what the plan is. How come I don't know what the plan We've got a plan that only I know about, Dave. What's going to be at the telethon? You and me singing and dancing, Dave. Wait, seriously? And Angus is the chaos, Dave. Uh, if by chaos you mean douchebag. Shorts. And from Dave and Angus, we go to Marnia. Magic dumb. This scene fits nicely between last week's show and this week's show. And the working title for it was just pre-dual jitters. Uh, can I just push the button so we can get it over with? Yeah, I appreciate that, Steve. Liam the Monster Hunter, go. Liam the Monster Hunter. Shorts. Liam the Monster Hunter. Shorts. Now, if you're following along, on last week's Tuesday show, Liam and the cunts were camped out overlooking the new kingdom of Old Dork, and that's where they still are. Father. What is it, Albus? You know it's gonna have to be done. Well, maybe not. Father, you're going to have to duel with Uncle Zerlin. I know, I know. Wait, what the hell are you guys talking about? Go back to sleep, Liam. This doesn't concern you. Oh, but Anaheim can be here. It's Albus, you fuck, and I went to wizard college. Yeah, I'm gonna have to duel my brother. I see. Is that harder? Well, he was three times all Marnia and dueling in high school. Uncle Zerlin was a badass with a wand. Yeah, then he got all strung out licking toads. Can you guys shut the fuck up since we're trying to sleep? Yeah, we're trying to sleep. Yeah, yeah, here, smoke that. I wish you'd stop drugging the hobbits. What? Look, now they're asleep. I'm not drugging them. I'm just their drug dealer. Will you just focus? Focus on what? What do you want? You and your brother are going to have a wizard duel tomorrow. Right? So then on guard, father. What the frick are you doing, Albus? Wands at the ready. No, we don't have to do this. Oh, this looks pretty interesting. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, scrape the sleepers out your eye, Barfield. They're going to fight. We're not fighting. We're sparring. Eat my wand spray, father. Wibbly bibbly. Wait, Albuquerque's good at magic. It's Albus, you twat! Wibby, bibby! Will you stop it? We better do something about it, Father. I'm not really in the mood. That's what my mother said about you, bitch. Flippity jibbity! Ow, that hurt, goddammit! Then do something, you chode pimple. Alright, try this one on. Slickity dickity! Uh, Did he just say slickity dickity? <laughs> yeah, magic is very stupid in Mario. Slappity blappity! Oh, yeah, fuckity buckity! Oh, good shot. Yeah, you know what? It's fun to watch you guys kick each other's asses. I think you're eventually gonna bring attention to us from the army of people that we're trying to avoid currently. Yeah, it was his idea. When was the last time you were in a wizard duel? I don't know, probably some 
sometime in the first season? I doubt it. I've heard him say some of those stupid words before. Look, I'll be ready for tomorrow. Father, you've never beaten your brother. Well, sure, bring that up. Well, maybe we can beat him together. What, you want to cheat? Let's do it. I'm down. You and I both know we can't cheat in a wizard duel. Wait, why not? Yeah, because we'll end up in wizard hell. Oh, yeah, that place again. It's a real place, and it sucks. Well, I would say our plan is pretty shaky. What do you mean it's shaky? Well, it all kind of depends on you, and you basically are terrible. Whatever, go back to bed. Yeah, yeah. Here, smoke some hobbit leaf. Yeah, no thank you. Father, your blocking sucks. Yeah, but you haven't seen my crabbity babbity. You gotta be able to block. I bet you've never even heard of my zoobity doobity. Father, you gotta block. I like to play offense. You know, I've heard a good offense comes by having a good defense. What the fuck does that mean? I, mean, I think you should be good at both things. Go back to bed, you idiot. Seriously, though, Father, block this. Plabbly blabbly. Oh, alright, alright. Who taught you your wand blocking form? Yeah, I skipped a lot of PE. We're totally fucked, aren't we? Yeah, quiet to both of you. I know my brother. Yeah, and he's better than you at everything. Not everything. Like, literally everything. Whatever, he's gone crazy and lives with tens of thousands of cats. Oh, beside that, you still gotta learn how to block. You can't flick with your wrist like this. You uh, gotta flick with your wrist like that. Well, okay. Check it out. Plabbly slabbly. Oh, fuck. Flick like you mean it. Yeah, whatever. I gotta go take a piss. Yeah, we're super fucked. Yeah, I heard that. Ouch, Barfield, that hurts. <laughs> And so that brings us to our final mini exclusive Skitscat before we get to Mrs. Scriptkeeper and I talking about a whole bunch of crazy shit on the inside shit. So let's get to it so I can go home. This is the adventure of Gunner Halifax and I call this one Captain New Boots. Gunner Halifax Shorts. Captain's Mobile Diary. We're on the strip mall shopping moon of Dangle 6, and Papa Halifax is looking for some new boots. I would like some new boots. No new boots for you, Lieutenant Sightseff. Could I at least have Orange Julius? You know they don't make those out of Tang. Actually, on many spaceports, they do. Oh, for Christ's sake. This way to the boot store. Captain, there you are, Captain. No, what is it, Lieutenant Bambi? What do you mean, what is it? You're the money. You have all the money. Give us the money. Yes, Captain. I want to buy some salted caramel slugs in. Eh? Well, look, one thing at a time. I'm going into, what is this called? The boot closet, and I'm buying some new Captain's boots to replace these pieces of shit. Captain, those are like Brand new thousand credit boots. No, they're like 700 credits. That is fucking ridiculous. You can get a Starfighter for like two grand. Uh, probably not the good one. I'm just saying, Slav. Whatever, everyone shut up. I'm gonna go buy some new boots. Ugh. And if you want things from me, you're gonna have to wait till I get the new boots. Fine. Alright, follow me. Welcome to the boot closet. Hello, my good, whatever you are. Clorthian. Clorthian. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm here for some new boots. Right this way. I love the smell of new shoes. Mmm. Beba's fucking bored at, Captain. These are fucking expensive shoes. Yeah, but I'm worth it. Holy fuck. Sit here. Nice little comfortable chair. Do you want me to take my shoe off? Yes. Do you say that now, Mr. Clorthian? Well, it's good to get those off. Oh, boy. Get the sock off, too. Oh, your feet smell like dirty diapers filled with sulfur and fire. Mm. That's pretty much exactly what they smell like. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm unable to continue. Oh, Captain, your stinky feet have defeated the boot salesman. Yeah, they either send a different kind of alien out that smells things differently or hazmat suit. No, hazmat suit. Wash your fucking feet. Listen here, you talking green bean. I don't care if you're going to have to fumigate the store. Not my problem. Let's get some boots on these feet. Yeah, so you have those blue ones in my size? Captain, those shoes are stupid. What are you talking about? They're the Michael Jordans of moon boots. Well, they're literally Michael Jordans moon boots. Yeah, they're the Air Lunar Shoe 7s. Captain, they cost 2,000 credits. A good captain deserves good foot attire. Then you deserve shoes made of broken glass. Or yeah. acid shoes. Yes. You deserve acid shoes. Whatever. Let me try them on. Yes, you have to touch my feet. He is turning from green to purple, Captain. They don't smell that bad. They so fucking do. What do you mean you quit? What do you mean if you survive, you're gonna go to college? 
Not good for you, but bring me another boot salesman. They don't smell that bad. Well, I don't know why they sent you out if you're just a giant nose. I just want some new boots, like those right there, those red ones. Captain, those are even more expensive than the blue ones. Yeah, you may have noticed I'm here to spoil myself. I just wanted some caramel slugs. Eh? Yeah, I'm almost done. What do you mean it's an aggressive fungus? Invasive species? What do you mean we have to be quarantined? I just want some new boots. Of course the captain has an invasive species on his feet. Just spray some tenactin on that shit and let's get some boots on there. Whatever, I want to talk to your manager. Whatever, how many people are supposed to work at this boot store? Don't listen to the Russian. Bring me the manager. Yeah, yeah, you can spray some Febreze, I guess. Are we going to go to jail over his feet? That's highly probable. I just want some new boots. And those are this week's exclusive skitscats. So just use scat hats and above. And I can't thank you enough for all the things that you guys do. Especially spreading that word about where they can find that skitscats. But now it's time for our weekly inside shit. It's where we probably share way too much about ourselves, but it's my wife and I, Mrs. Gripkeeper, my most favoritest human. Gross. We talk scat cast toy, the dipshit files, and the majority of our conversation is about human beings' place in nature. Since we are nature. But I enjoyed the conversation, so let's get in there. This is the inside shit. Hi, wife. Hello. Mrs. Scriptkeeper in the house. Yep, yep. Yay. And we're going to do some inside shit. Yes, we are. And our energy is like, I don't know, It's if we're normally at a seven or an eight or a nine, mm-hmm. we're like a five or six. Yeah. We've got a sick kitty. Yeah, Doobie's, Doobie's not feeling very good. Yeah, she's 14 also, so it's yeah. like, oh, crap. Yeah. And she's like one of the best buds ever. Yeah, she's going through the, uh, from what I understand, just the standard stuff of uh end of life stuff yeah. so we so got some we got some decisions ahead of us because uh, neither of us like anything to suffer but mm-mm. neither of us also like mm-mm. making those choices so no. we've already had to do that recently in the last year so it was september it? 24th of last year yeah. yeah so yeah happy monday <laughs> happy monday that's not how we wanted to start the monday but no but if you notice our energy is a bit different that that's why yeah we've just been trying to figure out how to yeah. do that but and trying to, you know, feed her water with an eyedropper and... And celebrate her damn little life. Yes. she's so cute and sweet. <laughs> and she's been just the nicest cat ever. Mm-hmm. She is like a... Well, she's an, a Norwegian mountain cat. Um, which <laughs> she's are, a furry thing. Just friggin' stunning looking. But she's got giant eyes. She, she looks like she also, Baby Yoda. She looks like Baby Yoda. She, she, when I saw and, Baby Yoda, I was like, oh, they're just copying our it's cat. It's Doobie. Yeah. yeah. It has this that, well, between, that baby seal look where but, like those eyes, yeah. those big old eyes. Between her and mom, for sure. Yeah, our mom. Your mom. <laughs> we have two baby Yodas in our life. Yeah. But we also, like, our, our dog, they're, they're huns. Mm-hmm. When, it, when they're that cute, it's yeah. just like, oh, what a hun. Ooh. Ooh. And Doob is, like, the queen yeah. of huns. She's the, she's the cutest cat mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's just like, oh. And she's so nice. The loudest purring thing. Mm-hmm. And she just... Her head boobs are, like, mint to, like, <laughs> like just knock you down. Yes. And she's so little and dainty. We used to call her the Michael Jackson kitty because she doesn't purr. Mm-hmm. She goes, meh, meh. So it's like, meh, meh, meh. <laughs> meh, meh, yes. Meh, meh. Yeah, her meows aren't like Lucy. Lucy will chew your ass. Dude, yeah. Doobie, on the other hand, it's whispery meh. and like, meh, meh. Yeah. But then also very pet me, motherfucker. And she will not. She's a very relentless cat. But we're, 
we're trying to figure out stuff. Maybe she's yeah. just a little icky, so we can figure it out. But uh, it's maybe. not. Maybe I don't think that. that's the case. Yeah, I really don't. I don't. No. So anywho, uh, happy Monday again. <laughs> yes. But, so let's switch it over to some Scatcast news and some stuff that's kind of light. Okay, I, I got really good news. That freaking spaceship prototype. Yep. It's, it's sitting right here. We we called to action to you guys and, and a whole bunch of you went out there and did stuff. And yeah. Thank you. And we're going to pull the trigger on a couple people. Mm-hmm. This is the first one and this is a specific size and yeah. it took nine hours to print. That's so crazy. So that's not going to be mass produced in that <laughs> thing at all. So we're going to make a mold out of this guy yeah. and yeah. we're going to make it out of various materials. It's so cool looking. What is that? Seven... Is that six inches? That can't that's be. 12, that's 12. That's 15 inches. That's, I was, in guy inches, that's 15 oh, okay, inches. Okay, so for, that's nine then. That's a... No, it's no, a seven and a half. Yeah, that's seven like and a half inches. Yeah. yeah. So that's it's a sizable ship. Yeah, it, it is. It actually, you know, when you think seven and a half inches, you don't think very big, but this thing is... Girl, I think that's... Okay. Whatever. <laughs> uh, but the, the, you know, sometimes it's the best somebody can do, but, uh, or, talking about or way her. more than once we could No, but, uh, I wasn't talking about penis size. I wasn't either. That <laughs> we're talking about. That has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> Crikey wife, you fucker. Uh, oh boy. I don't even know what I was going to say now. I don't know what you're going to say either, but it's a sizable ship. It's beautiful. Yes. And we're going to make it out of random things. Like I said, but as of right now, have, has anybody seen it yet? No. Has, no, there's no pictures no. of it or anything. No, all I did was um, I I put it in Discord. I, I know you I touched the it. Spade. Wow, I be gentle it, with the spade, wife. I put it in Discord Seven that and a half we inches. that we had it. That's all I did. Wow. Yeah. Well, fucking a. Well, we should put a little picture of it when we. There's still a little bit of stuff we got to do. I got to do a little cleanup. Yeah. Some, some cleanup, but it is a uh, pretty stellar, almost ninety-five percent. And so we got to thank the guy that did it for us. Yes. Who in this case, this is a. Uh, the vi- our violin player for Sovereign yep. Citizen and the nonprofits. Yep. He's one of the nonprofits, one of the original nonprofits, mm-hmm. Mr. Jerry Fairchild. And he does all sorts of cool shit. Mm-hmm. And he finally got a chance to throw this on there. And he tried it a while ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't take for whatever reason. Oh. And then he figured it out. And it took nine hours to print this That's baby. That's so crazy. Yeah. It looks so good. It does. Yeah. It does. It does. Very excited. I can't wait to put these in y'all's hands, and we've got a nice little stand picked out for mm-hmm. it and everything. So, well, I'm going to be cleaning it up a bit. I got to get a an exacto blade. Got to do some deburring, and then I got to do some sanding. But I've got um, between the Dremel and I'm glad you know what those fucking things are. <laughs> between, I'm like, how do you make that look right? Well, make between that look exactly right the Dremel, <laughs> but I also have a uh, varying speed um, drill. But it's for my nails, but I, I have that too with like 20 different tips. So I know I can get in here and get it all cleaned up. I see. Super excited about it. Super fine, all the way down. It's for manicures, pedicures, acrylic nails, that sort of thing. And little spaceship toys. And spaceship toys. Hell yeah. I can't wait to see. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to see it in your guys' hands. We've yeah. got the first one, but of hopefully many. There will be more. Yes, the spade lives. And so right now it lives in my office. And mm-hmm. this was the first uh, week of episodes that I got to look at it while I was making stuff. We got to send it, once we get it cleaned up, we also got to send a picture to Gershom. Yeah, for sure. See, yeah. see what has help, what he helped create. Yeah. Because really he kind of cleaned it up and made it uh, so it could possibly be done. Yeah, he took the twist out of it for sure. Yeah. I also want to thank Don and uh, our shipbox wizard and his cousin Mm -hmm. because they jumped on this stuff and I'm I'm looking forward to working with them. Yep, absolutely. Thank Uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's huge because he's... They've offered a whole bunch of cool things so mm-hmm. that maybe we can have a variety of sizes and uh, yeah. 
and options. I'd love to see a spade keychain or something. Yeah, that would be, be cool. Pretty tight. I would I would support that. I would yep. do that. I'm, even if there's only one. He's flown this thing around the office, even though there's Let stuff hanging oh, off yeah, of it. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's the first of a mini, but it's just uh, this is a you know. It's, it's like I'm got, gonna make it look like a shovel. It's got it's got pieces still hanging on the edges and stuff. But and, that's so spade esque. Yeah. You know, I mean. They, they try not to hit things, but sometimes they get to hit the things. <laughs> I just sit in the chair. Fuck you. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it really is like a to see your imagination be a, become a thing in the world mm-hmm. is weird. Uh, but fucking kind of surreal even. But I love it. So I'm. it's its birthday. Whatever day it was. I think it's been a week now or so. But that was its birthday. Nice. So <laughs> we'll throw that in the lore sometime. Uh-huh. I don't know. But whatever. But, yeah. Anyway. All right. I'm putting it back in its thing. Yeah. Back in there. <laughs> Such a cool thing. Hell yeah. Well, we've got a, a fun change of pace now uh, for this week on the dipshit files. We're going to go from our Ted yeah. Bundy double fucking hit you in the bowels. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're going to have the a. Grossest guy ever and the worst of all time on the I dipshit know. meter. We're going to have a nice and safe and laid back unexplained oddities episode yes yeah so i'm really excited about that uh it's definitely the research itself is not as grueling as <laughs> right as it has been so um yeah. but yeah i'm excited about that one that one's going to be a lot of fun i think we need that palate cleanser mm-hmm. after the ted bundy episode yeah it was a. Uh, yeah, it was the pretty... friendly friends didn't help me at all. They, <laughs> they got lost at the end. Friendly friends are friendly. Yeah, they're like, we're not coming <laughs> we're... out. And they died so many times. You only get to, you only get so many lives as a friendly. Friend. I enjoyed the friendly friends. I really did. It tried to break it up because otherwise there was just no way it to was do just little heavy, mini skits cats where it was heavy. like, yeah, I yeah, mean, so dark. That shit was, and you never like we we. I like what you did, and we focused a little bit more heavily than normal on the victims, mm-hmm. and so there's no place to. Yeah. Make fun of that shit. Other than, you know, and I still felt bad because it's like the friendly friends are pretty violent. I know. Et cetera. But you can't see it. So I know. It's, but it's still like, but it, it gave, you know, it, you know, it was a little, friendly friends are friendly friends. <laughs> it was a little bit of a dumb interlude. It was, you know, thank a you. Separation. I appreciate it. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, this sucks, but here's some things that also suck. Oh, I have an announcement that I want to share with everybody. I'm very excited about. Shit. We have a research. Uh, assistant, uh, a research partner now. Yes. That came aboard um, officially to give us a hand. It is our very own quartermaster. Yes. He ain't no geek off the street mm-hmm. either. Uh, no. Many, 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 many time pigeon trophy winner of yes. the Time Suck trivia. Uh, yeah. Bodie. Yeah. Bodie. Bodie the quartermaster. Yep. So welcome aboard, Bodie. Yeah. Uh, quartermaster. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to work alongside him and, and get some cool shit. He's already picked his first topic. Yes, he's a sciencey guy, mm-hmm. so we're going to get some cool science shit yeah. from him, too. And when. Uh, so it'll be a lot of wackadoodles that are the dipshits. So yeah, exactly. But as we move forward, um, yeah, you guys will be fully aware of the episodes that, you know, those, those are the ones that were he researched, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what yeah. he comes up with. So For sure. Yeah. We're always excited to work with y'all, mm-hmm. but Bodie's been a buddy for a long time. It's, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was doing the Time Suck Trivia, you know, I didn't write all of them. I, I curated uh, a couple because Harmony actually started doing mm-hmm. the, the things, but I would, I was there when they, when it was launched. Mm-hmm. So I would launch, I would, I would put out some of hers and I would put out some of mine mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then a lot of the time I would put out, you know, because I did more of them, 
uh, than what she did. I, I put out a bunch of mine. And so right. I ended up being very intimate with the trivia thing where I'm right. like, I want it to be really good. Yeah. And Bodhi was the guy that was like, hey, you messed up on this here or you, you need to fix this here or That's, what the hell is this about? Yeah. And so he helped me fine tune it right out of the gates because mm-hmm. he took it. He took it serious and he made it very yeah. fun. And there was a group of quite a few people that I don't know how much fun it was for some of the people that were like, I'm going to go see how I could do against, you know, and they're like, you destroy, <laughs> you don't even get points. But uh, he was, well, I do know here in the house, it was fun to do it with. It when you fun. came, when you walked in the door, it was fun doing it with you, buddy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and it, trivia was Tuesday, right? Uh, Mondays. I Mondays. think it came out. Uh, little, little, I don't even know anymore. Fuck me running. I, I think maybe. I think. I think we. I think it came out on Tuesday. I think. <sighs> and we talked about it on Monday. <sighs> I think. Maybe. I think. Well, it's, I think it came out Monday. So like the same day as the true as the show. Oh. I think you were able to watch. I don't remember. Oh, but Bodhi, either way, either way, I'm sure I know. I know the days that trivia came out, <clears throat> and uh, you would come home. And uh, sit down, relax before you dove back into work again in, in here in your office. But I always knew um, when you were like, you get this like deer in the headlights look, and you're like, oh, Bodie just texted me. Yeah, like fuck. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. I gotta fix some shit. I fuck something up. I can do it from here. <laughs> I can do it from. I'll do it live. <laughs> you know. Thanks, Bodie. Yeah. Yeah. And I was that way. Uh, you know. And I, then sometimes I would have to wouldn't be able to fix some of the stuff, and I'd, I'd have to go to our our website guy mm-hmm. and I'd be like, bro. Fuck, mm-hmm. bro. You know, so there was this weird chain of things, but, <laughs> but Bodie was was always on top of it, and uh, yeah, and we got to be, you know, buddies through mm-hmm. that big time. Like he's a fun dude, and so I look forward to working with him. I know he's a very scrupulous individual. Yes, but welcome aboard, quartermaster. So excited. Yes, yes. And so before we move on, like the Ted Bundy thing. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So we did both episodes. How do you feel now after we've done both of them? Relieved. You've taken the time off <laughs> for a week, like. <laughs> There's not really too many like him where you'd want to delve like that deep into it. Or no, is there? I, d- I don't know. I think I'm, I kind of want to with the Green, Gr- Green River Killer. Really? Fuck. Yeah. What's with Washington State? I don't know. And being a little bed for these sons of bitches. Well, so there's the Green River Killer and then there's the um, BTK. Right. So BTK uh, is another one that I'm interested in because it was such a long running thing. Right. I mean, it went forever. Uh, I God, I think it spanned 28 years or something. Hmm. It was a long time, maybe even longer. Um, but that's another one that I thought about. I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's not. I know that we have a schedule now. But we I, do. Yeah. We do. And well, I don't. Let's not do that one for a while. Well, I have the <laughs> I have the Green River Killer on the docket for some time after Christmas. Okay. So you know that's. We'll have some fun Christmas. Yeah, stuff. we got some fun topics coming up though yeah, for the I dipshit can't files. Wait for I'm some really of the excited. Dipshit files topics. There's some fun stuff. in I can't there. wait for this week. This week's yeah. gonna be fun. I really like oddities. Yeah, because usually we're well, the dipshits. You're gonna have fun with the oddities. Yeah, I, it's super fun for yeah. comedy mm-hmm. compared to Ted Bundy, where yeah. you're like, "Fucking what? <laughs> he did what with the who? Who's the? I mean, Yikes. when I I had no idea that fucking guy took heads home and I know. had sex with them. I know. And then he admitted that, that yeah. that was his. Well, that's the only, re- that's the only, the only reason why they knew that that happened is because he t- told them he did it and Blew. that's why their heads were missing and they never found them. Fuck. I mean, I, okay. So when I heard Albert Fish, mm-hmm. I was in the office for Time Suck when we were doing Albert Fish and I didn't do the research for that one because Dan had already known what kind of monster this guy was and he's mm-hmm. like, he spent an extra, you know, three or four days on it kind mm-hmm. of thing where he's like, no, I'm taking this one all yeah. by myself. Right. 
and it's one of the classics of all time for mm-hmm. Time Suck fans. And yeah, he he lives today with peanut butt butter. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's one of the mm-hmm. more famous uh, Dan impressions of all. Yeah, yeah, very good character for Dan. But uh, I was sitting in the office with Joe, mm-hmm. uh, kind of being trained to do the engineering part mm-hmm. for Time Suck. Oh, I remember this. But we were just you listening. came home, you were damaged. Yes, yeah. seriously, because we at that point. I had the opportunity to to listen to every show while it was being recorded, mm-hmm. and that was really helpful being the script keeper. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And eventually, that w- that didn't work out like that because I ended up getting lots of other responsibilities and just timing and those kind mm-hmm. of things. Um, but and Dan's time too. Dan was trying to Super schedule busy. in yeah. stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was Joe and I just looked at each other like, "What in the fuck?" Yeah, because it was chopping off wieners and yeah. eating poop and all that stuff. And <laughs> but yeah. It gave me goosebumps a couple times mm-hmm. where it was just like, holy shit. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. So the fact that this guy beat, that Ted Bundy yeah. beat, Bundacles beat out yeah, he Albert did. Fish by, I mean, it's a scale of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Albert Fish is a 4.5. And, and we're not trying to rank him like, they're the coolest. These are no, the most their, dangerous it's cunts. It's their danger, yeah, their danger biggest, meter. Yeah, the most dangerous pieces of shit that there is. And he beat him by 0.3, so he was a 4.8. Yeah. So he's our highest by a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've done 17, 18, 19 uh, serial killers. I think we've done eight, eight, Some, 18. Yeah. And not as many of I the think, famous yeah. ones as you guys. Uh, you guys know if you listen to this show. Right. But we've done a lot of them. And fuck. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy to see just how bad he was. Yeah. And how much was, worse he was than any of the other ones. <laughs> like I know. Like even Jeffrey Dahmer, who's way, way more famous. Yep. Even though he's still very, very famous. Yeah, but well, he's not. And Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, he scored fairly high too. Right, but still um, below a four. Yeah, I know. Comparatively. I mean, when you start eating dead people. Yeah, you're Or fucking dead people. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, your score is way up there. But Ted Bundy did so much of it. Um, and he did, so, he was the a five across the board in almost everything. Well, he was. Uh, as far as depravity, bru- depravity, yeah. cruelty, well, brutality. He's, I almost want. I mean, he's mind. like an apex predator in the serial killer realm. Mm-hmm. He really was, just from start to finish. Yeah, like Everything. you don't want to say perfect, but because no. he wasn't. He was a fucking wackadoodle extreme to right. the worst extreme. But he was like meant to kill the kind people. Yeah, he killed. He targeted kindness. Yeah. And it's so weird because it's you look at nature empathy and, and he targeted empathy yeah, yeah. He, he's like this creature <clears throat> just an absolute nightmare yep and I didn't I just went into this not knowing I knew about Albert Fish because his time sucked but I wouldn't right. have known of him otherwise yeah but Jeffrey Dahmer everyone knows what Jeffrey Dahmer did mm-hmm. uh, I mean, perhaps it's because it's more recent in our lives and I think right well ev- everyone knows that Ted Bundy you know drove a Volkswagen and killed women yeah, and, and then and he was, was the charming, handsome, yeah, handsome one. That's all I knew. And then yep. it's like, oh, he fucked skulls that he yeah. made, and he fucking <laughs> dug up bodies and had he sex. He liked with. watching <gasps> them decompose. <gasps> yeah. I mean, what sort of person? Yeah, and you know that there's somebody on the earth right now walking around, mm-hmm. like, I fucked a skull yesterday, you know? In some country, whether yeah. it's this one or whatever, that's, you know. It, here's a, w- a weird thing. When we were doing Time Suck, uh, which is still going on, when I was part of Time Suck, right. I looked into... I was just curious. It's like, how many serial killers are there? You know, do, do like the FBI or, or Interpol or, you know, the UN, what do they estimate for right. the world or for the countries and stuff? And basically for the US, it was so such weird numbers. And so you guys can correct me if you have better numbers than what I found. But 
one study or a couple studies kind of, and, and some of them weren't even studies. They were just mm-hmm. kind of working off each other. Uh, was like one per state kind of thing. So, you know, there's plenty of sociopaths during what and given plenty time? of psychopaths. During what, a lifetime? During a year. Oh, a during year. A, work, alive, working at any given time, there's like 50 in the country or so. Oh, 52. wow. Um, and these are these are actual serial killers that follow the serial killer right. definition provided the, by behavioral scientists. And this is based on data. This isn't based <laughs> on like... You know, we know there's a serial killer in each state. It's just like, this is what they're extrapolating from the data. Wow. You know, what it should be. There should be about 50 or so. Math says that, yeah. Yeah, but then I found another study that was well over in, it was like 2200 or 2600 or something like that. Oh my gosh, in the U.S.? Yeah, I think it was in the U.S., but it might have been in the world. Yeah, But it was... uh, substantially higher and I remember bringing that to Dan and he's like mm-hmm. so it's between 50 and 2600 20. <laughs> it's like I think they're either I'm not doing mm-hmm. the research right which is definitely probably the case but also uh, they don't have any clue as to what yeah. you know and a serial killer from country to country might be considered something different and, right you know, blah, blah blah but who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was still very interesting That's so crazy. to think that there's there's some folks out there that are like you know what I want to do I want to fuck a skull yeah. I'm going to fuck a skull later. Yikes. Yeah. So. Yikes. <laughs> happy Monday again. <laughs> this is a, a. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So dipshit files. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah it's going to be fun. It'll be lighthearted and we'll, yeah. we'll see. I'm sure there'll be something creepy in there. There's always something a little creepy in there, but maybe not so much. Well, yeah. I'm sure there is. I can't help myself. Fine. Well, <laughs> we got one more conversation that we wanted to kind of have about. Yeah. It's I call it my my non soft way of saying it was like kind of humans versus nature, despite us being nature. I know humans. we were talking about. It. I'm like, well, it's not a fucking cage match, right? But you had a better way of putting it for sure. Uh, it's kind of like, but I like your your end was just we don't allow things to just be. Yeah. And well, you know, it's it's an you and I were talking about it outside, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I guess I, my question that I'm posing is how far do we go? So human beings. Uh, from my observance and from what I understand, uh, humans are the only animals, only entities on the planet that aren't fit to be here naturally. We right. actually have to change our environment to survive. We a, a beaver would do it, I guess. An ant. There's animals that change stuff, but yeah. yeah but the, at least their skin is like right. I'm prepared for whatever weather. I'm talking weather. about natural survival. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we are prepared to walk. You know. Um, our bodies to are, run to somewhere where it's warmer, <laughs> get our body warmer. Like can, it's fucking cold. I'm bodies, a baby. Our <laughs> bodies are built to walk upright and to run. Yeah, but we don't come here with any type of covering, and we require that. Right. Um, you're required to to cover up. You know, so we're not covered with hair. We have we zero protection. We can't see we're at night. Much older. You know, we we have very poor, comparatively speaking, night vision. Yeah, our sense of smell is shit, comparatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't see, hear, mm-mm. or smell anything coming at us. No, and we got no teeth or claws that are worth a shit. Right, right. We have our mind. Um, so basically, we're left in this situation as humans um, of altering our atmosphere altering our uh, environment in mm-hmm. order to fit our needs that's our nature is right just is changing nature around yes. ourselves but you know and I understand that and hey that is just the nature of the human right mm-hmm. the question how, is how far how is too far, far is too far just because we can does it mean we should how far is too far well for you 
That See, and that's what I've been thinking about a lot recently is how far is too far. I'm trying to be, of course, me personally. Uh, I hate humans human, doing <laughs> humans doing things. I, <laughs> I really, really, if, if I just think from um, just at face value, I don't like seeing all the changes take place around me. Mm. I don't like seeing uh, hillsides being covered by houses. I, I, I hate it. Right. I don't like, um, you know, having that cute little park that I used to go to now is, has been gone for 15 years and now has a strip mall on it. I don't like those things. How dare you? I, I don't like the fact that they had to blow up a mountainside in Idaho Springs where I was. They had to blow up, they had to whole, blow a hole in the mountain to put a tunnel in there for the highway. You know, these right. these things bother me. There are some beautiful things that we've done, but we've done them out of necessity to to show some kindness to our fellow earthlings, like the, um, they call it a, a walking bridge or a live bridge or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, where they've actually built a bridge yes, for I, wildlife. I drove under it on my way to the baseball game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's these things that you're like, oh, that's heartwarming. That's so kind. I'm so glad they did that. They did it out of necessity. Because we have completely decimated the the elk and moose, their migration patterns because of the highway, the interstate. Well, they don't have a mortgage up to their eyeballs. Yeah, I, I know. Stay um, on your side of the road, little nature. My challenge is, <clears throat> how far is too far? That's too far for you. Uh, the fact that we need that, we've gone too far. If we've gone so far that we actually have to be like, oh yeah, we've fucked up. So now we have to try and fix it. But we have We've, to go further now. We have to do flying cars so then we can let them have their grassy it, Then we're going to be taking out freaking flying mammals, flying well, animals. You got to pick one because we're not going to go back to, you know, riding around on the donkey. But when I go back and I start really thinking about this stuff logically from a non-fantastical mindset, just from a very down-to-earth mindset, we're human and we have to do things in order to survive. We, we, it's a requirement of us. Yeah. And I get it. There's give and take. There's push and pull. Right. You know, and I understand. Offs. I celebrate technology because it's the reason why we're able to live so long. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why uh, technology has allowed us to live a better life in many ways. Yeah. Of course, on the flip side, it's also, you know. Made us crazy. Made us fucking cunts. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. You know, there's a lot of uh, good things for humans. Yeah, maybe not for the creatures of the world that aren't humans. But, well, uh, how much? But of, maybe so, because if we're well, how much of our tech? That's that's another thing that I asked myself. Just I think it was this morning. How much of our technology has enhanced the lives of the creatures around us, not human? Well, the domesticated animals are probably living it up pretty good. The dogs right. and cats are like, well, fuck, I have my own little. Yeah, but I can run on this I, wheel. Yeah, but you know, most of the domesticated walking. animals weren't didn't even exist prior to humans. So yeah. we changed them too. But yeah, and, and we made something and actually sold commodity animals are, you know, right. their lives. But how much of our technology that we've created and, and brought here and, you know, activated, how much of it has actually benefited the lives of creatures around us? Not because we had to fix what we fucked up. I think fish like to go up fish ladders more than just swimming <laughs> through the natural river. I I'm think just, they're like, all right, fish ladder time. Let's do this. Poof, poof, I'm poof. just curious because I, I have a tendency to get a little, uh, I don't know. I have a tendency to get a little 
I guess what's hippie. A, br- well, tree br- hugging, broody. I've always been a tree hugger. Yeah, I've been a tree hugger since I came to this planet. Yeah, um, she's a she's from the Bay Area, I guess. I'm but sorry. I get I get a little <laughs> I I get a little broody about it, you know, uh, and it it gets frustrating because the change is never ending, and I have a hard time watching it, anyways, mm-hmm. just because of my nature. And then when it starts to really ramp up. I feel like I'm like, okay, oh, there's that. That's fine, right? Okay, that's fine. And then, oh, shit. Well, where did that? Okay, it's that thing now. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. And I find myself in these weird situations where I'm on my patio drinking coffee going, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Nothing remains the same. Everything is constantly changing. And it seems like what little bits, I, I, I love being outdoors. I'm a nature person. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, as you well know, and I, I think at this point, the, our listeners know too. Yes, they do. Um, I love being out in nature because I feel at home. Where I don't feel at home is in the middle of a fucking city. Right. I don't. Well, I don't know how many people do. I mean, it's not a natural thing for us to do, yeah, to live what, on top okay, of each Okay, so like that, that is but, my question. But what? I like living in cities. It's fun. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I, I don't hate like it. it for, I mean, I, I like living in the, the woods, or not in the woods, but basically like where we live now, where we're further away from a city. See, I'd love to live in the woods. Yeah. Well, I mean. I know. I'm allergic to most of the things that you'd like to do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> know, for you. I, <laughs> I like living around people, though. It's nice to, to cooperate with folk. It's nice to... To see the the fruits of everybody's labor. I mean, human beings were. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I think so. A lot of the time, like most people, like I say, are overwhelmingly pretty good, and that's why there's eight billion of us, and most of us aren't killing each other and mm-hmm. hurting each other, and we're all just trying to kind of get along. Do we have the best system that we're working on? I don't think so. I think nobody's really figured that out yet. It makes it so we're kind of dicks to each other. Uh, we have to work real hard mm-hmm. to keep our heads afloat, a lot of us. Right. Uh, that sucks, and that makes it harder to be. Well, the system that we're in uh, encourages us. Uh, so we don't care about. Or downright makes it illegal to live off the land, right. depending on what state you live in. You know, it, They've made it so that it is a crime to live off unnatural no life. whole milk for you bitch <laughs> for i don't drink milk but i know as a as a natural and to live a natural life they've made it uh very very difficult if not illegal and i find that mind-blowing yeah you know it's like wait i can't collect my rainwater why because <laughs> you're a domestic why? terrorist threat at that point, <laughs> I, think. I don't get that at all i really don't get that so either. there's i mean we don't live in a state where they disallow you to collect rainwater mm-hmm. but i know there are states like florida where you can't right uh, it has been i wonder why they banned. think that they're like if you if you take it then it won't go back into the sky i don't know i don't know i'm not sure why that <laughs> Maybe was, right i don't know well, but you know i'm finding more and more of these weird um quirky laws don't make any sense anyways. Yeah. They really don't. Well, most things that we come up with as people don't make much sense. That's why, perhaps that's why when you look at, at what we do to nature, it's like, why? Right. Why did you do that? You know, when it's for somebody's fucking right. a statue that goes to somebody yeah. or some weird building that, that doesn't need to be there well, or some strange thing that somebody just came up with. Like, right. I want to build a fucking a boat that fits six boats in it. I know, I know. But I mean, on the other side, there's still a lot of money. Well, I find lots of companies that help build that boat, which have a bunch of employees that make their living off of building boats that eat other boats. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I find myself... Okay, so as an example, this weekend, I mowed the front lawn. Right. Um, 
and I have been dumping water on it this summer, trying to keep it green, uh, because there is a requirement in our area that if, if you know, and rightfully so, if your house looks too shitty, uh, you're going to get in trouble. We don't have HOAs, but, you know, they start targeting you for shit. Yeah. Um, and I mowed the lawn, and as I was mowing, I realized how nice it would be again and again. I mean, for years I've been thinking about this. I would love to rip that out and put in actual garden or something cool. No, I want garden beds there. I want to grow vegetables and fruits and flowers and the herbs that I grow out in the back. I want to transfer that to the front for the weirdos that go through our neighborhood to take a shit in it. I know. And that's, well, that's just it. If (laughs) I, if I let the yard go even for two weeks over, they shit in it. There is so much garbage. We had people like bring their dogs into our lawn when we were driving to I know, one of my gigs. Friday, I looked over and I saw three people standing up by our front of the house by the windows. And I'm like, what the fuck is With going on? With their dogs on? just taking a dump, like mid-dump. I, mean, I know. And I couldn't see Monique's face because I was driving and we were both looking at him. The, I, the look on it my face, in my brain, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing on my lawn? And we couldn't really stop. Because we were on our way to a gig. I know. Well, you know, as luck would have it, I, I sat and I fumed that night, Friday night. And then Saturday morning, you know, I had said, well, I just wish that I could talk to those people. Whoever they are, I hope they come back. And boom. And I would like to talk to you them. You got to talk to both of them. 6.30 Saturday morning, I went out to pull some weeds and get cleaning up on the yard. And who walks around the corner with their dog? They didn't see me crouching, yeah. or two of the people that were standing on the lawn. Ready to drop a deuce. And their little dog, so cute. She ran up to me. She was so excited. Mm-hmm. And the two people made eye contact with me, and they, they like, they were stopped in their tracks, their eyes huge. And I was like, well, Busted. good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. There you sneaky are. Sneaky poopers. Sneaky poopers. So I just, you know, I talked to him and just asked him, I, I don't give a fuck if your dog shits on my lawn. Just pick it up. Right. That's all. I'm tired of the piles of shit everywhere. And it's not just dog shit. So I went out there. This is turning into a vent session. <laughs> but I went out there in the spring after a long ass winter. And I found a pair of boxers, hmm. a pair of ladies giant underwear, like, you know, the granny panties, that, mm-hmm. the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the granny panties was a pile of shit. Mm. Like they took their underwear off and like shit on the underwear. Oh, nice. There was uh, countless little plastic travel liquor bottles, Mm. candy wrappers. um, Healthy healthy shit, I imagine. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And all kinds of garbage. Mm. But I do that every spring after winter. And I assume it's like, well, not the shit and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I assume, well, you know. Wait, you're out there doing that? Taking a shit on all those things and drinking (laughs) booze? No, I find these things in the spring. That sounds more like your MO. But this year... Every time I go out there, I, co- I have to take a bag with me because I have to collect garbage mm-hmm. from I don't know what. We're so, at, it's a busy street. It didn't used to be as busy a street. It was always busy. There's but no excuse is, for people chucking their trash out the window. No, on our you're lawn. right. It's a I don't care how busy it's it a is. disrespected busy street. Yeah. Yeah. And the shit. Come on. So there was a pile of either. Okay. We're talking about poop now. Mm-hmm. We either somebody <laughs> took a shit on the sidewalk, right? towards the end of our property or somebody got sick after eating a bean burrito without the burrito it was just the beans yeah I was, and it's on the sidewalk it's like you have to step over it if you're walking on the sidewalk it used to be a pretty nice neighborhood but something happened three four years ago mm-hmm. I'm not sure what happened That's, I blame O'Reilly's 
<laughs> yeah, it got cut. <laughs> they put it in an O'Reilly's they put right it up businesses. the street. Yeah, that, this, we're close to businesses. Yeah, whatever. I know they knocked a bunch of houses down and put in businesses, and that brings us full circle uh, back to just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah, they've taken a peaceful, pleasant older neighborhood Mm -hmm. with homes that were built anywhere from the early 19 very early uh 1900s to 1936 i Mm -hmm. think are the oldest aside from the brand new ones that they put up bing crosby's house is just down the street yeah bing yeah a block away yeah Yeah. and it's still there Uh, Um, beautiful cool house now evidently but uh they're (laughs) they're knocking these places down and they're putting up businesses yeah uh and they've changed the zoning and being in real estate for so many years, I get it. But it's all about money. Well, the specific business being a car place mm-hmm. does bring all the cars to the yard. Yes, it does. Uh, and it does bring all yes, the, the does. noisy folk that are like, I made my car sound so loud that it's actually a crime in most states. I have a to coffee turn it can, on. coffee can muffler yeah. on my car. Um, but, you know, the the thing that I'm seeing is. Uh, the, the challenge that about our neighborhood is they've knocked down homes, they put in businesses. And you would think from an economic standpoint, oh, yay, cool, mm. we're bringing more money right. to this area. False. <laughs> we are absolutely not bringing more money to this area. In this direct area, it's not looking uh-uh. like that. It's really no, not, it's yeah. absolutely not. Yeah. So humans, we always have to fuck with our environment. To make it better. And I do the same thing. Even when we go camping. I do the same thing. When I move into a new house, I uproot and I plant stuff. Right. Or I take a blank space and I put a bunch of shit there. I do it too. But I try and keep it n- natural. Balanced I mean, I'm, I'm not laying concrete. I'm not, you know, I'm not covering it. I'm actually trying to build it up and make it. You really do do go the extra mile on a lot of things. Like our garden is, is done that way. And mm-hmm. most of our house is done that way. And I try my best to, I'm going to have to alter my, I don't want to live. Our runs on sunbeams. <laughs> nice. it's, it's actually made of sunbeams. All the plastic is made of uh, the hydrocarbons. Now the you're just creates. making fun of me. That last bit was. No. God but damn it. If, you if, married me. I love you and I am happy and I'm proud to have married you. <laughs> With uh, and I'm a I'm a tree hugger too. I think I just I want to protect it in a different way. I don't like governments trying to. Protect you want to turn it into such it into a. You want to turn these things into. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think everything's a commodity. If you you're want going to, there. Well, you got to make it valuable. Well, or else it won't be protected. I don't have to do anything. I'm living on this planet, going fuck. Everybody's kind of mean. But that's what I've heard. A lot of people say is if you want to protect something. Oh yeah, if you want to kill, keep tigers make it alive. Value, you know, start yeah. eating tigers. Start eating and then them. We farm tigers. And this have is so fucking terrible. It is terrible, but I mean, also once you get past the terrible thing, you're like, well, do you want to save tigers or not? Why do humans have to be so I terrible? Don't, I didn't do it. I don't know. <laughs> I try and figure that out every day. Scatcast.com. <laughs> trying to just kind of like figure stuff out, but also laugh. <laughs> I would just like to know why we have to be such shitty creatures. I don't know. I don't understand. Especially when when I feel like I know just a lot of wonderful creatures that aren't aren't shitty. I know shitty creatures yeah. that are, you know, shitty humans. I'm but, speaking... But you're talking about overall that, like, to eat, we have to murder a fellow earthling. You know, we don't even look at it. We have somebody else do it and then bring it to us. Or, right. You know, yeah. Right. Well, and, and then we yell at the person that serves it to us because we're there. But we do it on a ridiculously mass scale. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, the resources that we tear apart every day is pretty... But the the size of this planet is pretty hard to fathom for most of us too I understand like, that too when it comes to the the things in the ground mm-hmm. 
we haven't even scratched the surface literally I, of what we can I understand but we're living on the surface I know. and we're only living on so much land because the rest of it is covered with water right well um, we can let's drain the ri- okay drain the oceans <laughs> and what we should do and we need to fill if we can't just drain them what we could do is fill them up we need to blow up the moon god damn it we blow up the moon god damn it fill the oceans up with the moon and then, then we can start doing. Why what are we you want. like? Why are you the way you are <laughs> as a person? I really why, don't know. Why are you that way? I've been asked that a lot. I Good lord! Especially I love lately. you. I love you back. No, I, I wish there was a way for us not to be destructive. Yeah. Uh, at least, and I feel like that is what we're striving towards. I mean, the wealthier countries in the world have have taken technology into recycling and into all these different places to do better. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the water. Is cleaner than it's been mm-hmm. uh, in hundreds, you know, probably before humans. Yeah, but ever you came know here. why it was dirty in the first place? Because bears shouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's clean, another it's one clean of the things for where... humans. It's not. It was always fine for animals. It's clean well, for. It was fine for animals until humans got involved. Well, yeah, maybe. And then we had to be like, oh shit, again, we fucked up. Let's fix it. Yeah. Well, I agree. But the thing is, is that we do, that's what we do. We live here. I know. And because we live here, we have to figure out the best way to do it. And, and the machines are the most important thing in our life. We, for us to live a long time and for us to make things so grandma can live a long time in the hospital and all mm-hmm. the things I require know. machines. And unfortunately, it's been a super dirty road to get to machines. But now mm-hmm. it does seem like this consciousness of people where it's like, wow, the machines made our lives a lot easier how do we keep our lives easier, like we mm-hmm. like, and keep grandma alive, mm-hmm. but also not fuck over the ducks <coughs> and all the trees and, and you know, all the little squirrels and all the things that we, you know, but people don't really know, you know, like I was talking to some of the just the two just a ride guys, like farming when, when you're a vegan and because I'm, I'm basically a vegetarian mm-hmm. at this point and it's not, it's not really out of protest and I, I'm not Mm-mm. trying to preach it. It's just, I don't really eat a lot of meat. Right. But when you, but if you think their body count in, in being a vegetarian is low, it's like, you don't understand farming, farming, mm-hmm. the, the, the practices that, that we have now at the best level, the highest technological level that we have just ravages the little creatures that live in farmland, you know, all the right. little gophers and the fucking right. birds and shit that live in there. And so there's tons and tons of that. I know. Uh, to an obscene amount. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, well, when we know about that, how do we make, how do we do the farming without doing that? And that's like the dolphins, you know, like when we were getting tuna fish and they were, <clears throat> then people found out, oh fuck, they're catching mm-hmm. dolphins. They said stop and they did. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, it's been good to be part of it the almost, last 40 some odd years where people have been like, no, let's stop. Let's stop doing that. No, let's stop doing that. Let's see if we can figure it out. I don't know. It just seems to me there w- w- there was a period of time where we were responsible for feeding our families. Right. And that's it. Yeah. It's, I, I'm responsible. I've got, you know, 4.2 kids uh, and a husband, you know, and I'm responsible for making sure they stay alive. Mm-hmm. And my husband is responsible for the same. Mm-hmm. If we have extra, we can help our neighbors. Right. If we don't, nobody is expecting that out of us. We just need to survive. Right. During that period of time, the amount of tearing up of the land was minimized by this individual. Mm-hmm. Because it was for the family. the They had two cows, maybe a pig. Uh, they were planting crops to survive for their family, maybe a little more. And that was their focus at the time. And everyone did that. 
that was the responsibility was on themselves. Everyone did that. And if somebody had hardship, they'd come together and they would help each other mm-hmm. um, if they could. But now we're not doing that. We're going to corporate jobs or whatever it is we're doing as humans. And we're going to the grocery store and there's a large whatever out there, farms and and people who... That's Highly their, organized corporate that's, farms. But that's what they do is yeah. they grow food for the masses. Yeah. And they've taken the responsibility of survival off of the, the singular human. If you want it. If you want to not be a farmer, you don't have to farm. Right. Yeah. And, but it, of course, yes. But most people that live in the U.S. today don't, it hasn't even crossed their mind that it's an option. Because right. for That's most true. of them, it's not an option. Not only do they have no idea what the fuck they yeah, would be doing. Yeah, it's not an option for me at all. Um, but they also have never even taken it into consideration because it is taken for granted that they go to the grocery store and there's a package that's wrapped in plastic that when you take the top off, there's more plastic and a little ring that you pull off and then there's a bunch of cotton and then you pull out another box that's also wrapped in plastic <laughs> and you take that out and you open that up and it's partitioned area with bits of food. Yeah. And none of it even looks like it looked like when it came out of the ground. Correct. Right. So we do. We definitely have a weird relationship with food <laughs> and the packaging of food. That is a good illustration of that. Might be a little too far. I'm just well, maybe, maybe a lot too far. I, I and there's me, you know, at the beginning of June, sitting in my lawn with my chickens, eating strawberries for breakfast out of the garden. <laughs> I know. You know, you're the other side of that, and I respect. I think a lot of people want that. You know, as much as they can to try and eat mm-hmm. naturally and and well. You know, eat from their own garden and mm-hmm. eat their own food and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I think that's more and more appealing. Mm-hmm. But we're so busy working our asses off. I that's know. the problem. And so it's really, on the other hand, we're working our asses off. It's really off. awesome that we have this this food chain, uh, this food supply chain. That I mean, they really whether you want to call it corporate this or corporate that. Right? It's like, no, I get it. I get but it, it. But it's still like yeah, tons and tons I'm of people. I'm thankful that it's there. Sure. But the reason we're at where we are at today good or bad is because it's there fair well it's because there's a lot of us i know we're trying to feed that eight billion folk or whatever of course because we now live longer and we can you know keep people alive longer and and we all want nice things yeah every one of us wants our own car i'm not not saying that my outlook or my question is even answerable because it's not and i'm not saying that my outlook is healthy because in order for for me to justify meeting my outlook that means a ridiculous number of people can't exist on the planet and i disagree with that right that is not well you're not willing to volunteer so well uh, well, don't you dare we've already talked about that (laughs) i'd be like fuck yeah i'm out no you know but all i'm saying is um i know it doesn't it's it's not feasible it's definitely not in the, where we're at right now. It's not feasible to change anything. <clears throat> I just wonder, did we go too far? Right. And if we did, is there, is there a solution? Is there a way back? Can, well, and do we go back? How about this? Can we thrive as human Can beings? Can we move through it yeah. to the other side and have something better? That's what I'm thinking. That So we don't have to go backwards. I don't want to go back to the you know the turn of the century right. in 1799 because life sucked. Right. And I don't want that for humanity. Uh, it was terrible. Right. 
Unless you were part of the elite. And even for them, it was terrible because they didn't have electricity. Yeah, or PlayStation 5 or whatever, yeah. Right. Um, it, they didn't definitely didn't have time to do that stuff. But Fucking anyways, can we move through this to something better? What does that look like? I mean, it all sounds very uh, sci-fi and a weird way to think because or fantasy. Because it might be. I mean, but I we're going to have to. We're either going to do get through it or we're not. Yeah. Right. But where we're at right now, we're doing things that doesn't make any sense to me. It definitely seems pretty willy nilly, arbitrary. Some of the stuff that we do. Yeah. I just there's not super scientifically no. informed. And I mean, it's just unless I'm missing something, unless there's something buried deep in the, you know, the the planning stages and the documentation that they're not releasing to the public. Why? are the farmers not allowed to sell their grain? Hmm. Why are the farmers being required to dump their milk? Why are they culling their livestock? Why is it a requirement? I don't understand. Oh, shit. I don't even know about any of those This things. is stuff that's happened. I know happened. little bits of those, but I haven't. This is stuff that's happened over the past few years. I bet it's probably supply chain, supply and demand, cost-effective crap that sucks. Yeah, I know. And that's another thing about, you know, I'm, I'm very much about markets. I want freedom for people. That's mm-hmm. the best way to organize society is through freedom. Mm-hmm. And we're afraid of each other if we fuck each other over in a free society. It's best that way. But... Mm-hmm. There is things to, you know, constant growth in a capitalistic type society where it's constantly, you know, the, the point is to grow, get that ROI, baby. For what, though? Uh, you know, for the economy to grow, for for stockholders investments for what, to grow. Though? I know, I know. To it, what end? It breaks down to the point where everyone's rich except for one guy who's like fucking rich Bernie is, Sanders is the only money, guy. Money is subject. It's arbitrary. It's, yeah. it's a thing that... We want access to resources. As human beings, we care about access to resources. Right. And more and more people want f- like equal access to resources. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a dick move when you know these really rich folk have access to private plans. And uh, you know we see that in the whole climate stuff, all that stuff. But they're, it's like, well, I don't have access to private plans, you know, the rest of the world. It's like, mm-hmm. well, fucking, we also respect seeing other cultures and going other places and mm-hmm. traveling and vacationing and all that stuff. What the fuck? We want access to that as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, we do have airplanes and shit, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's that kind of thing, but I don't know. I, I'm not even sure what my point is, really. I don't than, see, and I don't, <clears throat> I don't have any issues with different people having different things, or different people having access to different things. Uh, airplanes aren't a requirement to survival. No. Um, you know, but we I, all know that they exist, and, and people yes. are very jealousy kind of folk. Oh, they are. I mean, and that's one of the things that right. drives us. Uh, it just seems like as humans, we're striving for the unattainable constantly. Yeah. And it is requiring us to alter our environment constantly. And at what point uh, have we altered the environment so much that it is no longer even a semblance of what it started out as. Mm. And that's what I'm looking at when I look at the cities that I live in or have lived in. Um, the only, I mean, you know, like when I worked in San Francisco, mm-hmm. I'm walking, I get out of a, a steel bullet traveling in a tunnel under the bay, <laughs> and I walk upstairs in an escalator, and, and there's this is all an underground city and crazy shit, mm-hmm. and I come up to the top, and I come to another city with skyscrapers that are like, you know, 60, 80 stories tall in a bay that was once beautiful, and it's now very gray, um, and it smells like a mixture of dead fish and gas. A little bit of poop. And, uh, you know, and there's piers going out, and there's people walking back and forth, and you see the giant ships coming in. 
And all of that is progress. And then as I'm walking down the street, I see, oh, what a beautiful hazelnut tree. Mm. You know, it's growing out of the fucking sidewalk. Okay, it wasn't supposed to be there, but obviously they cut the sidewalk around it so they didn't have to pull it, or maybe it's against ordinance to cut a tree down. And it's just a sapling, but there it is. Beautiful piece of nature growing out of this concrete, you know, Mm -hmm. structure. And then I walk a little bit further and I come across this bit of paradise, which is a park. Mm -hmm. And I walk through the park and it's so pretty and I can appreciate the beauty of it, but it is laid out linear, straight lines. Everything's the same height. Everything is boxed off. And although it is pretty, again, it's those things were not naturally occurring in that space. The sidewalks were put in. The grass was laid as rolled out sod. The plants they brought in are not native to the area. Obviously, they're There were tropical. parrots in the fucking trees. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so all of this stuff, as much as I appreciate the beauty that somebody has had the forethought of, of course, tearing it all out and then saying, well, we need this pretty thing here. Let's bring mm-hmm. all this in and make it pretty. Right. That's great. But what was wrong with it to begin with? Right. Well, you know, they were rattlesnakes or something. I don't know. Who I'm knows? sounding like a goddamn hippie. Get off my lawn. Uh, <laughs> but I am a hippie at heart, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, you know, I guess we'll be divorced soon. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun conversation. Uh, I can't marry how a hippie. Far, I can't be married. How to a far is too far? Uh, That's my question. Full hippie is too far. Oh, with it, with what you're saying? Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, it does seem gross. I mean, humans do seem. You know, a lot of people look at people uh, in a kind of cynical way, like we're like some bacteria of the earth or we're mm-hmm. the, we're, we eat the resources and we leave our smoky stacks of smart cancerous enough. shit. We're not smart enough or resilient enough to be bacteria. But we didn't have to. <laughs> right. That's true. But the thing I, th- I think about, it's like none of us asked to be here. So and you're, you're asked to do your best. Mm-hmm. And we want you to live your long life all the way through. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Ted Budnickles, then we want you to go early. Right. But, uh and the best we can do is, I mean, we want to reduce suffering. Like, that's what we mm-hmm. do. So we need machines, and we need machine fuel. Mm-hmm. And machine fuel, as of right now, and still right now, even with the technology of batteries and mm-hmm. solar panels and stuff, it's fucking dead things. Right. It's things that have been dead for a long time mm-hmm. under the ground that we burn, and that, that it's, it's even, it's a better than batteries right mm-hmm. now. That's what's the problem. It's mm-hmm. easier to get to this full powered energy from just a little bit of oil or a little bit of coal, a mm-hmm. little bit of natural gas. Mm-hmm. Um, we have nuclear power, mm-hmm. which will actually reduce the amount of uh, what humans do by a fuckload, mm-hmm. especially with, when you talk about carbon and things like that. But even now with the modern nuclear waste uh, facilities, they, they right. recycle the fuck out of that stuff. Oh, it's they do. It's not nearly as dangerous. Yeah. I mean, they're coming up with nuclear powered shit that doesn't even use water. Wow. Uh, I mean, France has been powering part of their uh, their country for a while now with nuclear power, uh, with some interesting stuff. Huh. Uh, the United States is way, way behind. We haven't built a new pow- uh, nuclear power plant, I don't think, since the 70s. Well, I think we got this shit scared out of us with yeah. leakage and weird And people don't shit. recognize that, like, comparing apples to apples, the new nuclear technology is fucking not Chernobyl. And the amount of nuclear waste you'll create in your lifetime is like the size of a pop can. But when you think about the coal and the oil that you use in a lifetime, just barrels and boxcars of that shit. And so nuclear power just kind of got, it got hippied. It got like the hippies were just like, wait, it's, it's changing nature to the point mm-hmm. of it's a fucking Frankenstein fucking thing. <laughs> and it's just like GMOs where GMOs right. you, you hear and it's, you know, 
the hippie folk that are like, you Frankensteined a bean. Just it's not I, a real bean. I just want to tell you, he pointed at me when he said that. I the hippie, hippie folk. The hippie folk. Uh-huh. Uh, but really, like GMOs are like the most scientifically tested things out there. It's the reason we can feed the world. If we don't have it, we can't feed 8 billion people. I'm just curious. What was wrong with corn before GMOs? You know, I don't know about that. But corn isn't even a natural the way it is. It's been. I'm, I know, but I'm just saying. manipulated through man <clears throat> just slower by. Right. Ge- but what was process. wrong before the genetic modification of all the fruits and vegetables what was the problem why did it need to be modified i'll tell you like for a, b- a banana for instance well a banana you can't use that one i'm sorry because it used a to banana, be all seeds i know seeds. you right, can't so, that was not well corn i bet you corn was similar i bet you the the first corn that they i was gonna say before you started you cannot choose banana as a subject matter or corn then i went to corn uh, corn's fine. You can. It takes way less land to grow genetically modified corn. That's the main reason, I think. And probably less resources. But I don't know. What the hell are we talking about, wife? We're, we're arguing about GMOs right now. Well, GMOs are... You dug you know, yourself right, or you actually stepped right I know. in the shit I think pile, a lot of and people, I'm like, please, let's think, talk about this. I think a lot of people, that's a pretty... Uh, Controversial thing for him. Right, right. I, I definitely was part of that crowd of the, G, the anti-GMO uh-huh. folk. I'm, I know. And uh, But I definitely... Then we divided forces. And we did. But I looked into it And now lot. you're... Well, I looked into it. I mean, I actually I'm all f- about heritage seeds so I can grow this stuff. I'm not against any organic thing at all. <laughs> but what I am saying is that GMOs do get a bad rap with straw men. It's usually straw men arguments from people that mm-hmm. when you when you look at the data that scientists provide, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's n- it's not going to cause these problems that you're worried about. Mm-hmm. It's not this you know parasitic thing or it's not this thing designed to you know blah blah blah. it's not conspiratorial that's what gmo stuff sounds like i I totally get it but my question is why did they have to go that direction in the first place what was wrong okay so it produces more is that what you're saying in a lot of ways like norman borlaug his whole gmo career he's one of the greatest humans that ever lived he fed he, he saved over a billion lives by by just genetically modifying uh, I think wheat and rice and another thing so that he to live it. in different climates to make it so it can live in, in more desert climates so it can be grown in more abundance there. Okay. And and there are some trade-offs when you do that well, stuff I'm like less vitamins why, or something. So if he wanted to grow wheat in a different climate, uh, why is it that it's uh, now, well, there's one type of wheat now across the board and everyone has to grow this wheat? What happened there? Why can't I have no idea. where wheat came from originally grows in this climate? Fantastic. Why do we have to stop using that and now use the new stuff? I don't know. I mean, human beings are, are awful at that. I'm kind of curious. Stuff, so I have no That's idea. the kind. Those are the problems that I have with this. Well, fucking hey, bro. I don't know. I mean, really, you would think if there's GMOs, there would be thousands of companies or at least dozens of companies trying to compete with each other to make different kinds of wheat. Again, so there should be hundreds of different kinds of just wheat. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. There should be wheat that's that's made out of Frankenstein testicles and it, and it can give you flying powers. I don't know. How far is too far? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the power to fly is not too far. No, I, All right. I think we beat the shit out of this uh, yeah. conversation in circles and got nowhere. Right. And and my, my, my true beliefs weren't really shown there i really am a tree hugger i really don't like seeing people yeah uh, i could smash things of either course. there's no way i could be married to somebody who you know smash it all yeah i could burn that forest down <laughs> put a hole in that mountain fuck mountains yeah i don't like beautiful things <laughs> no i i want human beings to thrive i know and I want, uh, my, what the problem is, is that I have like this uh, irrational faith that human beings 
through what we need to have happen will there's just so many smart people out there that will like hey we need less emissions from this thing. Hey, we need a better battery source because these even silicon batteries Keywords don't work. There. Keywords there were irrational faith. I know. I, that's what I'm saying. But there's what's the other option is let it, going backwards in time is shutting off the machines and their fuel. I understand. Fuel. And that, that's, and that's not an option. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm not willing to sacrifice myself and I'm not willing to sacrifice anyone else. Mm-hmm. So we have to... <laughs> We, we can try and, and pretend that we're going to, you know, we're going to stop all of this consumption that mm-hmm. we've created, this entire structure of consumption. And it's like, what we really have to do is prepare for what we've caused, mm-hmm. which is probably like sea levels rising mm-hmm. and, and things like that. We'll have to prepare for it. Not, we didn't, we didn't. Okay. In my personal opinion, we didn't cause them. We didn't. The, the natural flow of things, the earth is alive and it's constantly morphing and changing. All we did was speed the timeline up. Yeah. And that's how I see it. Um, I'm not saying I'm right. Right. But that is my opinion after looking into stuff is that yeah, we did have an effect on it. Yeah, we did. And, but we should now at this point, because people are not going to stop driving their cars. They're not going to mm-hmm. stop. And, and countries that are developing right now, they're not going to turn the brakes. They're not going to hit the brakes on coal plants mm-hmm. and, and on fucking oil power plants. They're not going to. Well, did and you? Nor should we be in the, in the developed world, nor should we say, fuck you and your kids that don't get a chance to grow up and be uh, 80 like we do. Because mm-hmm. we have you know, fucking sewers that run fast and mm-hmm. we have medical, you know, blah, blah, blah. Because you don't have the coal power plant to make a city that has that right, kind of thing, right. or enough of them, or blah blah blah. You know, who are we to say that? So, well, so again, my faith is like that. It's not a faith; it's a fucking. We have to have technology save us because people, no one's listening to this is going to be like, I'll sacrifice my comfort and electricity and wearing you know mm-hmm. clothes that likely come from fracked materials blah 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 like all these things are, are that the modern world offers us people naturally want them and they're, so we're not going to stop that and we're not going to fucking start mass killing people mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. so the only answer is technology saying you know that's why I like nuclear power if you if you guys are very into climate change nuclear power is about as carbon free as you can get and it has the baseload power, the, the ability to run the factories, to run, uh, the, to charge the electric cars and to run the electric trains and to run all the shit that people want uh, without doing the things that people, you know. But, but then, of course, oil is fucking, you know, gasoline is in plastic and stuff. So mm-hmm. replacing plastic is a whole nother thing. And then there's people with hydrocarbons from hemp and all this shit. But blah, blah, blah. It takes a ton of fucking fuel to grow hemp. Okay, like, did you hear... Um, a few minutes ago, I wanted to, to tell you, or at least share with you, did you hear that California passed a bill that no new cars will be produced after uh, 2032? Yeah, the that have gas power. Yeah, no new gas-powered vehicles. And our uh, governor uh, in the Washington state is following suit. Sure. And sounds he's like going to... Silly they do. Okay, so the first thing I thought of was, okay... Wow, that's weird. The second thing I thought of, and even though I love to, I'm all about our environment and trying to improve the way we treat uh, the world we live in, the challenge I immediately thought of was, okay, let's remove our brains from the cities where people can work and, you know, maybe afford electric cars. Um, maybe by then they will have made the the batteries in these cards better mm-hmm. instead of you know fucked like they are right now because they're ridiculous. And yeah. maybe they will have made factories that uh, make these p- 
powered things uh, and the batteries themselves in a way that they're not pulling very rare resources out of the earth in order to make the batteries. Right. They're doing more damage right now than they would if they just left well alone. Right. But the thing, but but where my brain went was, let's get out of the cities for a moment and let's go more to the mountain folk, the people who live on the fringes, the people who live outside of the city limits. Let's go to farmers. Uh, If they're no longer producing gas-powered vehicles... Uh, after 1932 or 2032 mm-hmm. what happens in 2042 let's just give it a decade and these cars are beginning to die out they're beginning to you know they're going defunct mm-hmm. are they trying to remove the use of of petroleum of fuel from the planet they want everything to be electric um if that's the case, that means fewer gas stations, mm-hmm. um, fewer fueling ports stations. The people who live on the fringes, who are, can't afford it, who live off the you know the land the best that they can, and come into town for supplies and stuff, they're still driving trucks. Mm-hmm. They're still. I mean, even today, you know, you can look sideways at somebody who drives a big truck. Um, yeah, you've got your dipshits out there that buy big trucks because they're assholes. But you have other people out there that buy big trucks because they require them for their life. Right. Um, they're, sure. they're, they require the torque and the power to be able to pull things because that's how they make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, haul things. Anyways, what about these people? When in the state of Washington, the state that we live in, when this passes and this happens and all of these changes take place, what about the people that can't afford it? Fuck them, I think is what the government's saying. That's frustrating to me. Well, yeah, I, that's why that's part of the reason why I'm not a fan of government for sure. But uh, the thing is, is that they're they're asking for battery technology to go faster than it is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you really, if you can look into this for yourselves, you can look into the how far battery technology is. It's not it's, even remotely close to where it needs to be. No, and the cost of it is, like you were saying, is mm-hmm. taking these rare minerals out of mm-hmm. the earth. There's some that that require some really weird shit like where there's only a few places in the earth where you can find them and I know. they're kind of war torn and mm-hmm. it's very corrupt and weird weird shit mm-hmm. so and and when you really think about it where's the the batteries aren't creating energy they're a place to store the energy right right so the things that are fueling the fucking batteries are mm-hmm. almost exclusively oil natural gas and coal <laughs> and they should be nuclear but here in washington we have hydroelectric power we have grand coulee and we have mm-hmm. you know a few things hydroelectric power only goes so far and it's only where you have the ability to have it and a lot of people you know as a tree hugger it's like is that the best way to do it i don't know yeah i don't know if i'd want to just change the way that is but mm-hmm. it seems to work they've mm-hmm. seemed to figure it out so i'm i'm for it it works it's for certainly those smaller areas i mean we have plenty of water in the state of washington right for um, now however that works well, you know? for now we plan things like <laughs> who knows how far ahead you know, things will change i know but I think just because we can doesn't mean we should right but we're way in it i mean our world I runs know. off of this machine food and we fucking take it out of so many different places it's natural gas it's oil it's i don't know coal. maybe i was born in the wrong time maybe that's my problem i, don't know. I just don't fit <laughs> How many of you feel that way? Let us know at info at scatcast.com. 
and let yeah. me know and let me know if i'm always keeping trying to keep in touch with the the battery technology let me know if you've if you found some, yeah. something interesting that's gone further than where they've where i found recently mm-hmm. like the silicon batteries that they're trying to make mm-hmm. uh it's they're trying to answer some of these questions but they just the physics doesn't work mm-hmm. when you listen to the physicists talking about battery technology as of right now they haven't cracked this thing it's mm-hmm. like i think a lot of people expect all technology to kind of work how you know computers and cell phones worked mm-hmm. like how the microchip worked mm-hmm. and it's just not that way the battery has not it's not even close to the same trajectory right, as, right. as a microchip and and these things and they're doing their best because there's tons and tons of money thrown at it even mm-hmm. though you know there's more money going in way other places but there's tons of money going at it I mean, you can look at just the famous one the uh the tesla company mm-hmm. like they're telling you flat out like here's the best we can do right with batteries and and they're not very good they're not good at all. Yeah, it'll actually. take you. It'll take you a hundred miles before you have to recharge. <laughs> yeah, well, they and when, did that, that study, yeah, and yeah. then when you recharge, it's going to be thirty minutes for a full recharge, and it'll take you another hundred miles before you need a recharge. Yeah, it's supposed to be further, but yeah, I remember seeing a study yeah. where I think they were. I think you something. and I saw the same study. Yeah, yeah. and it's anywho, <sighs> it's a very complicated issue that we're not talking about in any kind of proper mm-hmm. way. We're kind of it's always well, whenever it's gonna, politicized. Are they going to turn? Stupid. Peterbilt trucker engines into electric engines. I Who mean, knows? do you know the kind of power that is required from a battery right. to drive a full, fully loaded eighteen wheeler? That would be insane, yeah. especially going over mountain roads. Well, they have elect- they're building electric. Uh, the electric engine, the the motor, the electric motor or whatever, is super cool. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's fast. Mm-hmm. It's silent. It's very interesting. I love mm-hmm. the technology of it. Uh, it's just the powering of it. Like, I, I mean, right, if, right. if it was if it was able to do it, and if we had the technology, and it was cheaper and better, <clears throat> trucking companies would do it immediately to save money and to to make it so they didn't have to spend all that money on oil and shit. They would help push for this technology. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> My brain's working on the battery issue. And I was like, I think everybody just carry around extension cords. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> bring your extension cord. Oh, my God. You. See, cartoon brain. And then yeah. I had, a, you know, a massive tangle pile up on I-90 due to extension cord, over overextended extension cords. I love it. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that's enough for us. I think we just talked about fucking batteries and shit. Yeah, I don't know. And uh, fossil fuels. And GMOs. And GMOs. And I think some people are probably like, fuck these guys. I fucking, I don't They probably like you because you're nice. And you're like. I don't, I don't. No, I want to hug the world. I'm irrational. That's no, the. That's just I'm it. I'm irrational too. I'm, uh, I'm, I don't have a solution for anything. I no, know either. that I'm emotionally driven in many, many ways. And I try not to be. And I try to be a little more logical and rational because I fucking get it. Right. Uh, and I agree, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm with you on that. 100%. You know, we humans, I don't want to. <laughs> I want humans to flourish, but be better. Yeah. We got to be better. It's really hard to watch all this shit. Yeah. All right. That's enough. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank to, you. Uh, Thanks for is, listening to me be irrational. <laughs> this is Inside Scooper number 30. <laughs> this has been the Inside Shit with Mrs. Scriptkeeper. Yes. I've been the Mr. Scriptkeeper guy. And uh, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Bye. Inside Shit. Inside Shit. Inside Scoop, baby. Inside Scoop, baby. Inside